This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Now, today on At Risk Radio, we're continuing a series on David's new book, God's Global Grace Movement, Hope rising from an awakening in India. Now, this book is all about leadership and how God is taking impoverished, discriminated Indian Christians and how this group is turning the world upside down. Today, we're looking at the leadership pattern of the power of the Word of God and having one textbook. One textbook? One textbook. How can you possibly do that, David? I know. One textbook to train a church planner? I read manuals when I was planning <laughs> churches. Manuals! Yes. Like thick yes. inches of text and instructions on church planting. So one text. It better be a pretty good textbook. It, 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 yeah, it's tried and true. Yeah, the Word of God and, and the Bible. <laughs> and I, I think that's been so much of what the, the surprise and the beauty of being connected with India as how they've gotten me back to that simplicity and the power and the sufficiency of the Word of God. But like we do for most of all our shows, Mark, I want to start out with a testimony uh, to illustrate okay. this leadership principle. I want to talk about Shiva and, and his testimony of being a— uh, born to a poor Hindu family. Um, his parents okay. had little care for him. He didn't feel loved. Um, he, he had a memory problem. He, he, uh, he wasn't able to remember things and wasn't very, um, uh, you know, very, he wasn't, he didn't excel in school. Let's put it that way. Cause he got into okay. high school. He, he felt it was a miracle. He felt he got into high school, but then failed to graduate. So he felt very worried after that about his future and began to associate with a very, uh, he, he would call mischievous group. Uh, and mm-hmm. day by day, his life was filled with uncertainty of his um, lack of uh, future. He lacked peace and had just all kinds of challenges. Being rejected as community, he was a loner. But one day in the midst of all this, he meets an evangelist, a, you know, a worker, a church planter in the market area. This church planter began to talk mm. to him and show genuine love and interest. Uh, Shiva says the words were comforted his heart. He just felt that there was something different. It's this experience he had never experienced before, actually. And all of a sudden, he just felt this hope. And he began to, as he heard even the name of Christ, it was a deep joy. And he just knew this was what he was looking for. He surrendered his life to Jesus. And then the um, the church player gave him a Bible, encouraged him to read it every day. Well, he said he began to pray and found that he could remember many things for the Bible. So all of a sudden his brain is being reloaded. It's the coolest picture. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. Wow. And then he said, as he fasted, he prayed, the burden for me and the love for the lost around him, the hopeless people's village. And the surrounding villages just weighed on him. He felt the Lord calling him to serve him. And so he prayed for the Lord to prepare him. And he he said there was a spiritual battle uh, that he felt like the devil tried to discourage him and that he knew that entering Bible school um, would not be easy. He Mm -hmm. saw, you know, carrying his cross there. And then he heard. So then, when he heard about uh, the opportunity to learn the Word of God at the uh, Discipleship Plain Schools that you and I have talked a lot about, he wanted to enroll to help uh, prepare him for ministry. He was able to get in, and at the end of six months, uh, he was commissioned to reaching the unreached. And he said, "Now I am blessed with a good memory." And in the same village where people didn't care about me more than twenty-three people 
have come to the Lord and are part of are the home fellowship. <laughs> wow, that's leadership. People. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. He had no leadership. He had no influence. He was, you know, he was his loner, uh, broken, no peace. And then the Lord, by the word of God, disciples of, did you catch that? His, he, his mind just begins to be renewed. Um, he begins to now have influence. All of a sudden, other people want to be like Mike, right? Like him, like Jesus, actually. Um, <laughs> so, right. so yeah. So then, and now he's just great joy. He's carrying. I just, I just love this, the beauty and the simplicity of the story. Yeah, it is beautifully simple. A whole new way of looking at somebody renewing and refreshing their mind with um, just the one textbook, the Bible. The Bible, which is more than a textbook, mm-hmm. really. Uh, we, we hope they mm-hmm. don't look at just like that, but a Bible that is the living, active Word of God that really has transformative power. So when we come back from this break, David, let's unpack a little bit more about the life-changing, mind-transforming power of God's Word. We'll be right back. Sounds good. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Now, David, I was a church planter for a while, and uh, I was a senior pastor for a season, and I have a Bible college degree, and I'll tell you that I read the Bible, and I read a whole lot of other books. I I mean, dozens and dozens and dozens of books, big, thick theology textbooks, and it gets complicated. But there's something refreshingly simple about a man who just has the Bible and some scriptures and is able to take God's word and apply it in a culture that doesn't have God's word. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you're taking the Bible by itself and training up these church planners to have an incredible impact on in their communities. Yeah, I think it's getting back to the basics too, uh, Mark. You know, and, and not you and I are the first ones. We're not going to say throw out books and books aren't, you know, no, helpful and everything else. That. What we're really saying is the priority of the Word of God. And I think for in leadership as we're looking at that, I would encourage listeners to think about even the time wise. How much are they spending in other books? How much are they spending in the Word of God? Um, I, I think a healthy walk and maturity with Christ is we're spending the majority of our time in the Word of God. I, I, that's where I'm convinced of my lifetime right now. Um, I don't regret the books I've, I've read, but certainly I'm to a place that I just love God's Word. Yeah, so one, one thing that, that impressed me about the story you were telling before is that as uh, Shiva had uh, heard these words from uh, from this church planter, words from mm-hmm. the Bible, he said that it was just different. They hit him differently. And there's something about how the Holy Spirit takes the words from the Scripture and penetrates somebody's heart with those words in a different way mm-hmm. than we could ever do with just our language by itself. Yeah, I think that's important what you bring up there, is that when we get people to the Word of God instead of other people's opinions— that we, we are now teaching them how to be dependent upon the Holy Spirit and to really see and trust God's Word, Scriptures, that God that they have been given all the tools 
to grow in maturity of Christ-likeness and to be able to, as we talked about the last podcast, to reproduce God's kingdom and expand his church. And that's what we saw certainly in Shiva. And and Shiva, yeah, right when the beginning, here's not this church planner that says, hey, you need to join my program, go through my book and everything else. That uh, church planner says, here's the word of God, read it, hear it, obey it kind <laughs> right. of thing, right? And, and so that's the right. beauty of it is that because they're all grown in that DNA, that the word of God is sufficient. There's one textbook, the Bible. Um, and, and that's just, you know, there's, there's a practical side to it. I mean, to, to, if these are unique languages we're working in, plus there's just a financial side. We don't have to get a ton of books to get people really mature in Christ. We just have to get them the Bible, right. and we can even do it in we'll audio. Kind of yeah, in the audio form. Some some of the believers that actually come church planners, uh, Mark, don't even read and write. They we've given them an MP3 player. Yeah, right. Well, and and then some of these church, but most of these church planters are are part of a, especially the ones in India, they're part of a very low caste. We, as Americans, we have a hard time understanding a caste system, mm -hmm. but these are uh, very discouraged people. They are oppressed. They're, they're fearful of the upper caste. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that they're discovering is that their religious system, it just doesn't work. No, exactly. And that when they hear the gospel, mm -hmm. it's, it's refreshing. It's huge. Mm, yeah, isn't it powerful? I mean, I've gotten so many testimonies where yeah. people, for the first time, hear the words of Jesus. I'm the way, the truth, and life. No one shall come to the Father except through me. And I've I've heard that even many times in Indians. I mean, that is so powerful. Be, truth changes us. We don't change truth. Here's the word of God. We're giving them the word of truth, and we're allowing God to work through that as, as the Holy Spirit. And I think it's important too to clarify in a conversation like this, Mark, um, that we're not trying to lift up the Bible as a holy object to be worshipped or holy rep, uh, relic. Uh, materially, you know, the Bible's only paper and ink, That's right. it's, but it's a conduit of the revelation regarding the truth of Jesus Christ. That, that's right. Well, the other thing that was incredible about that story is that this is a guy who is having a hard time even getting a high school education, who's mm -hmm. uh, who can't remember anything, who's stumbling over his words, but yet... The Word of God transforms his mind, and he goes from being uh, a man who's having a very difficult time even getting through high school to being a well-respected member of his village. And instead of a broken person, mm -hmm. he's now a respected person. That's an incredible transformation. Mm -hmm. And you know, we talk a lot mm -hmm. about uh, it's not self-esteem, but it's Christ-esteem. When we find ourselves in Christ, when we identify with Christ, mm -hmm. then we are glorified with Christ, that it's Christ that is uh, living through us and that gives us our worth, not mm -hmm. our good works, not our brains, or our intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're pointing out that how, how key the Holy Spirit is involved in the work because it's God who converts. You know, my line is, I hope I never convert anyone. Um, because if I convert, they're going to be like me. If God converts them, then they're going to look like him. And, you know, and, right. I mean, even if we get to the Bible, again, the scriptures, the written word, there's, you know, there's all kinds of cults and or, uh, people out there that claim the Bible is their authority. And yet we see their lives don't have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So ultimately, the Bible is the word of only word of God that they come from. But that's also layered then with the Holy Spirit revelation, because it's the word of God that was working in, in Shiva there that we see that the Holy Spirit begin to renew his mind, give him wisdom um, and, and lead his footsteps. And so we know the word of God is only a tool 
to mm-hmm. work on the heart for the Holy Spirit to bring revelation. Now, David, you were telling me earlier today, uh, now some of our listeners are listening to these in time. Some of them will you know, listen to archives, but you know, right now it's October of 2021 when we're, when we're recording this. You're mm-hmm. telling me earlier today that you have somewhere in the neighborhood of a couple of dozen new church planting schools that are starting. Some mm-hmm. of them aren't fully funded yet. So there are church planters who want to be trained on how to share the gospel, much like Shiva was trained. And yet mm-hmm. we're having a hard time, you know, every semester having to trust the Lord. We, in our own power, we don't know always yeah. where this these resources are going to come from. Tell us about these church planting schools and how people can get involved yeah. in them. Well, actually, Mark, just in the next few months, we have 43 church planting schools. 43? I said a couple of dozen. I yeah, grossly global, underestimated yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we are, yeah, we're, we're by faith on it. We don't have all the funding okay. for that, but we never had because this is a faith ministry yeah, and okay. God always brings it in. We trust God's confirmation to bring it in. If people want to be a part of that, they are part of the answer prayer of our Indian brothers and sisters, our North African, um, you know, on around the world praying in the uh, provision for them to have these schools. Um, so if people want to be a part of that, they can just you know c- connect with us and we'll tell them more and how they can give. And um, it's, a, it's a huge impact uh, to for this six months tool for uh, the, the one word and getting scripture specifically to these believers. So when I paid for my Bible college education, it, it was thousands of dollars. Are we talking about thousands of dollars to train church planter yeah no 240 dollars 240 dollars for six months is what it costs per student that that's incredible i mean uh, that we can train somebody to be a church planter for just 240 dollars on state side it's many many times more than that so well hey we want to encourage you to get involved with those who risk much for Jesus. Uh, You can get involved by subscribing to our newsletter and we'll send you stories and pictures about what God's doing on the front lines with those who are working in the most high risk areas for the gospel. You can sign up at at atriskradio.com. You can also help a couple different ways. First of all, you can join the conversation. You can record your question, email us the question, try to keep it to about 20 seconds or less and record your name and where you're from. And maybe we'll play that on the air and answer your question. I want to invite you to record uh, your story. Tell us your story about how God has used at-risk radio in your life. And we would love to have that emailed to us and uh, we can share that on the air too. And that'd be an encouragement to us. Also, uh, please subscribe to the show and to share it with others. And Last of all, we're crowdfunded. So all donations that are given to At-Risk Radio or to Spirit of Martyrdom uh, help us to serve those who are persecuted much for the gospel. Well, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At-Risk Radio. You've been listening to At-Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At-Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.